Era, era, two heels in a face. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Years in the Face Wrestling Podcast. On this episode, we have Eric and Steve again from Warrior Wrestling. If you're familiar with our show, you've heard them not too long ago. Uh, apparently, they when they were talking to us, they knew all this stuff was going on, and they did not decide to share that with us. And kayfabe us real hard. So I'm slightly salty at the moment. I'm just kidding. But um, we're going to talk about the stadium series, what even the hell that is, um, <laughs> Who thought it? Who woke up in a cold sweat at 4 a.m. and thought that that is a good idea? And then it probably started as like a really small idea, and then just kept piling on into more bigger and better things. So we're gonna unravel that all today. Uh, Chris, first, I want to check in with you and see how are you doing. I am here, so that's a plus. Before we got on there, I talked about how uh, life has changed for me a little bit, but you know, e-learning with a kindergarten at home and a newborn and podcasting and still, you know, full-time job. I got this. Plus uh, Michael Boltron hand. Come on. Well, and we're talking. You've wrestling. got this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Three shows back to back. Yes. That's the fuel. Uh, <laughs> that's the fuel for you right now. That ultra fuel. Um, for those of you new to the show, warrior wrestling, uh, uh, Chicago Heights, Illinois, Marion Catholic high school, The principal slash booker man, Steve, is on the line and also his best friend uh, came out of the womb with him. Uh, Eric (laughs) is also on the line. Um, So you guys, you don't need to do a full introduction of yourself, uh, but just say hello and uh, how you guys been? Well, hello, everybody. Uh, Steve here and uh, been incredibly well and honored to be back with you guys once again and excited for what should be a really, really busy month of September for Warrior Wrestling. And uh, I'm Eric from Warrior. Um, <laughs> I also help with things, indubitably. Yes, you put Eric from Warrior as your Slack name. That's also your Twitter handle. Um, I should just get used to calling, always saying from Warrior after I say your name. So the stadium series be on my tombstone. Like yeah. I've already, I've already made the request formally with my my lawyer who's going to write up my will. Yeah. And I've paid off the lawyer to lie to his wife that it won't be on his tombstone. So that once it's on there, you know, she'll be surprised. And by that time, the lawyer will be in Columbia. So, <laughs> well, it's written in stone. You can't really erase it. No. Yeah. So, so is, is, is producing warrior like and having your children, Eric, like one, a one B. Um, of your most proudest achievements. <laughs> Um, is Christina yeah, going yeah, to I'm, listen to this is the question. <laughs> yes. Yes, she will. She loves you guys. Um, uh, yes, those would, those are probably uh, as far as the things that I have taken some part in creating. Um, those are, those are probably one A and one B up there uh, along with some of the other stuff, the other projects Steve and I have done over the years. I just lump all the products. So Steve and I have literally been working together every summer since 2002. Every year since 2002, we've had some type of project we were working on, whether it's our part-time job at the Tweeter Center or, you know, coaching a daycare summer camp or 
running a professional wrestling promotion. It's always been something. So I just kind of lump all of them together. Right. So, th- and, and that's why when I saw Stadium Series three nights, I thought to myself, okay, it started with one of you guys suggesting it to be one more show in September. And then probably like half a day went by. And then the other one said, wait, what if we do two shows? And then it's two the more. Whole yes. And yes. <laughs> two more days go by. They couldn't and- help their improv, <laughs> improv roots of yes. And another show. Yes. And another show. You're allergic you to just like simplicity. That's literally <laughs> were you, eavesdropping on us <laughs> no no i just think we know how you guys tick so like i want my first question is is who who's the first whose initial idea was it to like well i know you guys wanted to run more but like the stadium series idea like who planted the seed and then how did it get to three shows you know i don't remember so we are the two of us are so symbiotic when it comes to creative things i don't remember which one of us threw which part out first okay. but really what we talked about is the a little dose of reality which is that once the winter sets in we're not running right a warrior wrestling show is not structured to run in front of a handful of people in a gym that makes no financial sense for us or for the school so we realized once the cold set in we're done till the spring and i think with that reality looming and the fact that friday night lights went so well we went well we need to do at least one more what if we did two what if we did and and we just kind of tried to jam everything in right before this imaginary door is going to close in october on everybody yeah i think we were both we were both all in on another show after friday night lights went i I would say pretty successfully um you know all things considered we're we're weeks away and um everybody's still happy healthy ready for another show um, the talent, the fans, everyone was great. So we were both all in on another show pretty much right away. And, and Steve, I think it was you that, that brought that point up to me that said, you know, let's, let's try and get as much in as we can before the weather turns. You know, looking at Chicago weather in October, November, you can't guarantee anything. It, it snowed on Halloween last year, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we, we didn't really want to get into October, but we had a lot of people we wanted to book. We had a lot of people that we've talked about. We wanted to bring into the fold and get on the show. And and if you look at these this series, these three shows, there's a lot of new faces. Yeah. And um, and that's something I'm going to look forward to talking to you guys about. But it was just kind of a let's let's do everything we can while we can yeah. mentality. And we also, too, and this is something we've been doing the last six months several times, especially right when the pandemic started, we surveyed the fans. So we immediately, so we started talking about this maybe the Sunday after Friday Night Lights, maybe two days. And then we said, well, well do we do one? Do we do two? Do we do, do we do three? Would people come? Would they not come? And we said, let's ask people. And so we put out a survey to everybody that bought a ticket for Friday Night Lights. And we asked a variety of questions. How safe did you feel? Any recommendations you have for more safety, et cetera? And one of those questions was, would you come see another show in September? And how many shows would you see before the weather turned cold? And something like 86% of respondents said, I'd see at least two or three more, or I would come every week. So we're like, all right, so there is an appetite among the fans because that way we're not overshooting. We checked mm-hmm. with the fans and they right. said, yes, do a few more. So hopefully they weren't, hopefully you were not lying to us. Fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pent up de- demand for sure was there. And what did you send a, that, via, that via email or Twitter or both? So, so people, if, if people are listening, they say, I want to chime in on the next one. Where is that found? 
that that survey. We did it via email, and okay. that way we wanted to keep it honest. We actually talked about doing it on Twitter as well, but then you get some rando dude from Brisbane, Australia, who chimes in where it's like you were not driving in for our shows. So we really <laughs> wanted to ask That's people smart. who came. Sometimes we want to get right. a general, you know, the general opinion of wrestling fans around the world, but this was specifically asking people who came. And some Sorry, people have asked, how, how do I get on that email list? Um, yeah. our, it's, it's not a, a exclusive club. It's if you have ever bought a ticket before, like online through our website, if you have ever bought a ticket, you are on our email list already. So okay. check your spam if you're not getting them. Cool. Yeah. And then the, so the stadium series, so there's a progression, right? There's sort of a, is there a win one night, get to another night and we don't have to talk about necessarily the people who are involved in that at this moment, but like, what does that structure and that cadence look like? Uh, are the nights, are the matches night one affecting night two, affecting night three? They are. And we actually talked about doing a, an entire tournament. That was actually my original pitch to Eric was if we're going to do mm. three, let's do this, do a long tournament. But the problem with that, as I've seen for a variety of different indie promotions is that the, the enthusiasm trickles out. And if you do a tournament, you're doing the same style of matches like singles tag, et cetera, across multiple shows. And we like our shows to have a little bit of women's wrestling, a little bit of flying, a little bit of ground based, a little bit of hardcore, a little bit of this. So instead of doing one thing that linked all three, let's do three fully developed warrior shows. And um, so you'll see night one, we'll have a number one contenders match that will play into night two. Night two will not, has an unannounced number one contenders match that'll play into night three. Um, there will be uh, a, a contender for the women's title as well. There will be some things that happen in night one that influence night two and night three. So not everything is direct one-to-one, -one, but there will be some through lines. Nice. This was an opportunity to do a war of attrition match in three different nights. <laughs> I, I am, I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably like the biggest fan of the war of attrition ever since Steve pitched it to me the very first time. Um, I'm a, I'm a war of attrition mark completely. Uh, but yeah, we, we, we dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, for those, for those just wondering really quick, Saturday, September 12th, you'll, it'll probably be only if like, you'll probably be listening to this and either the show is coming up in the next few days or maybe it has happened, but have no fear. Sub Saturday, September 19th, Saturday, September 26th are the three days. Uh, looked like they all start at seven. And end around 10. Yeah. Um, Marion Catholic High School, 700, Ashland Avenue, Chicago Heights, Illinois. Are there going to be fan fests for these? Yes. Just like Friday Night Lights, we are doing the fan fest spread out all over the football stadium. So you're never in large groups. You wait behind the sidelines, go up to the, to the talent, masks for everybody. It worked incredibly well last time. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. WarriorWrestling.net has all the safety precautions if you're, for whatever reason, if that is holding your back. If that's if you're concerned about that, completely understandable, by the way. But like honestly, the spacing is you guys have so much space, and the spacing is is so key. Like spacing people out on the bleachers, and it's on the football field. For those of you who aren't sure where it is, uh, there's so not a bad seat in the house. There, yeah. So that's what I hear. But you know, I don't go to wrestling events. I just talk about them. So, <laughs> um, but I yeah. had a great comment from somebody um, who was looking at the the drone shots that we put out after Friday okay. Night Lights. And this guy said on Twitter, oh my God, I didn't realize how far away we were. And then I, we kind of went back and forth with them and they were sitting on like, you know, the 20 or the 10, but they felt like they could see and hear everything perfectly. And then you looked at the drone 
shot. He's like, oh man, I was half a football field away. So just, just to follow up, there really is not yeah. a bad seat in the house. Absolutely. And I think that's why like Chris and myself would feel safe there and, and, and Chris has felt safe. So um, that's cool. I, I, I want to get into some matches, matches. Chris, do you want to, do you want to start at the top here and, and, and go through? Yeah, I started seeing, you know, as you guys were releasing some matches, and I'm like, oh, this is cool, this is cool. I mean, I was already, you know, bought in by by the time you guys announced the three the three shows. And it's the same problem all the time. Like, oh, this match is great, could steal the show. Oh, this other match could steal the show. And it's like, well, yeah, I'm just there for the ride. But it came to, and you guys, whoever handles the, the, the Warrior account on Twitter, like, it came to like realize like how much talent again and, and matches that I didn't know I wanted like happened over um, while I was watching all out. Um, I was watching it, but I was also on Twitter and I'm like, I'm seeing all these matches come out. I'm like, I had no idea I wanted this match. I'm like, wait, this match is also real. like, stop it warrior. Like I can't take it. Like I'll talk about the match that I'm looking forward to the most, but here based on uh war wrestling.net. I mean, just to start off Alex Shelley versus TJP. Hashtag holy shit. <laughs> Feel free to, to brain dump wow. your thoughts on, on the creation process or the reasoning behind any one of you for, for this. Well, Shelly is a, is a no-brainer for us. Um, we first worked with him actually, what, just over a year ago um, at 6, I believe, Labor Day of 19, um, when he took on um, Austin Aries. And um, just, I mean, I, I'm the guy... Lit picked him up from the airport, and from from that moment on, he's been, um, but a, a professional, uh, a, a friend, uh, just a great all around human being. And um, we've talked about before. That's that's exactly who Warrior Wrestling wants to uh, support, wants to be around, wants to keep working with. And then, oh yeah, he's one of the greatest of a generation. Doesn't hurt either. Um, so. Yeah, no, Alex Shelley is a no, no-brainer. Um, he joked on Twitter that we give him carte blanche, but he wasn't really joking. Like, this guy could come up to us and, you know, tell us he wanted to wrestle like a ham and cheese sandwich, and people would be like, all right, what's the ham and cheese's rate? It's <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, that is – that's definitely one that catches your eye, like, right off the start. So a cool thing that we're doing, right, is to – and a cool thing that you guys did is – the really big match graphics all on warriorwrestling.net. If you just want to scroll and just like have your mind blown every like every like three feet of digital space, then you can do that. And and a cool thing you guys did was the who you got with every and a lot of these there isn't uh, there is some tags there a lot of these are singles though at least that I'm seeing and um and I think the who you got is just a cool way to for people to engage online. And uh, did you guys tell me how you guys thought of that? Or is that just something you guys, you guys wanted, you know, you guys thought had wanted to answer yourself and you're like, well, why don't we put that on every graphic? Great question. Actually, uh, all the credit has to go to our designer, Derek from curtain jerker. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, We, you know, I, I give Derek, here's what we're working with. And I say, Derek, do your magic. And this is possibly, I think his best line of match cards for us because of that because Mm -hmm. it's the most engaging one we've ever done. It's not just, well, this versus this. It asks you, what's your opinion? And you're right. It has generated a ton of responses on Twitter and Facebook. So shout out to Curtain Jerker Designs. If you like the way they look, check them out on Twitter and and share it with your local promotion because he's always looking to do more work for more people. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's great. I guess the only the only rules for for Derek were stick to our original colors, pink, green, and red. That that's what he's been working with like over the past years, right? He yeah he he kind of rotates through different bright colors, uh-huh. and um we we give him we give him carte blanche just like we gave Alex Shelley. You know, Derek, <laughs> make it look cool, and that's kind of in his color palette. And what I really liked about these is he does they're very like almost a matte finish, similar to Friday Night mm-hmm. Lights, where it just looks grainy. And something about it just looks more real and more visceral. Specifically, I think the best graphic of the whole thing is the Gresham Shelley one from the second night. I think it looks amazing. Yes. Um, Why don't I, so night one, we just said TJP and Alex Shelley. I'm just going to read off all the rest, at least that are announced. And then we can talk about like what sticks out to us. Because I think we might, as as much as I love talking to you guys, if we go through everyone, uh, card by card we might be here for a while so and people don't like us that much they just like us somewhat and then people get sick of my voice eventually so um brian cage versus alex zane two warrior mainstays uh filthy tom lawyer versus kevin Koo. kimberly takes on thunder rosa joey janela takes on warhorse that's a banger waiting to happen uh dan the dad versus elena black let's please come back to that one uh, the Rascals versus um, Hot Fire, Myron Reed, Chris Bay, and Jordan Oliver, I believe. And then Isaiah, Isaiah Velasquez versus Daga. And the main event, I believe, not necessarily officially announced, but I believe it's Kylie versus Tessa because she's kind of looming as a, as a dark silhouette in the back of that photo. So, um, Chris, does, does any one of those stick out to you? You could see me just like – rocking back and forth on my chair i'm like yes yes really yes. <laughs> um i mean obviously ics velasquez versus daga right like we've been on the the velasquez bandwagon for a long time i don't know if we we got it going or whatnot but i've always mentioned that he is kind of like the guy that got me into freelance wrestling right um from my first freelance wrestling show and just seeing him like expand horizons and now being part of the warrior wrestling crowd like and against Daga like who else like I did not know like I knew that these two could put on a heck of a match but I wasn't sure I was gonna get to see it and here we are um outside of that uh Thunder Rosa this is her warrior wrestling debut Mm -hmm. and Brian Cage versus Alex Zane like I think that that was definitely like Steve and Brian Cage being on the phone for 45 minutes (laughs) and, and putting this together like that that smells like Steve and Brian deciding to gang up on Alex Zane here. Yeah. Smells, <laughs> I, well, first oh. of all, you're totally correct. I don't know if it's us ganging up on, on Alex Zane. And it also <laughs> surely did not take 45 minutes. Uh, he, he, so Brian Cage calls me intermittently on his way to the gym, which is, you know, he's at the gym more than he sleeps. And he called me and we're just talking about things. And I think it was two minutes in before Alex Zane's name came up. And Brian Cage, Brian, what I like about Brian is he's very decisive. We were kicking around some ideas. What about Alex Zane? He just goes, yes, that's it. Do it. I was like, all right, well, let me ask him first. And, um, when As I he's pumping to- like a 150-pound like dumbbell. Like he's I will pumping. do this to Zane. <laughs> um, but I, I contacted Alex Zane right away, and I think his response was a bunch of expletives and the word yes. So it is on. Eric, uh, out of those announced, uh, do you ha- – I mean, there are, I'm sure you're all excited for him, but uh, – if you, you know, if there's one that sticks out to you or one that, you know, when planning made you a little bit giddy, which, which one? Um, I would say the Kimberly and Thunder Rosa. Um, 
that one, those are two people making their uh, debut on Warrior Wrestling. Um, but two people that Warrior Wrestling are not new to in the sense that Steve and I have been big fans of both of these incredible women for, for quite some time. Um, and it's just never quite worked out timing-wise or, or schedule-wise or availability to, to have either of them on a show. And when this one became available and we realized that um, that was an opportunity that we could take advantage of and put this match together, um, you know, and then Thunder Rosa goes out and, and as, she, as she does, just has an incredible match and steals every show she's on. Um, I, fully, I fully expect it to, to happen on Saturday. I mean, go out there and, and put on a match of the night caliber match every time she's in the ring. So I am really looking forward to that one. And Kimberly is, is uh, an incredible wrestler in her own right who, I mean, these two, I don't, I, I feel like if there's, if there's anybody in the crowd who doesn't know who these two women are, at the beginning of the match, if you're not in, uh, you know, a, an avid women's wrestling fan, they will change your mind. You will, you will walk away from that match going, my God, what else haven't I seen yet? Like what else is out there? Um, because they're, they're going to just put on an incredible match that one. And then actually right above it, filthy Tom Waller and Kevin Koo. Anytime we can work with, with Tom, we love Tom. He's incredible guy. Um, and, and again, now having Kevin be able to make his debut with, with warrior as well, that style, they're kind of, um, just really just bare knuckle beat you up kind of wrestling is something that, um, you don't see very often. You don't see it in a lot of places. And, and the people who are, um, are good at it are really good at it. at the top of the game are few and far between. So we were lucky enough to get two of the people who are at the top of this game, uh, together in the same ring. And um, I think that one is going to be an incredible match as well. Yeah. All these matches, like none of them have any sort of stipulations. Like they're just straight out singles matches. So for, for 9-12, nothing has a stipulation. For 9-19, nothing has a stipulation. We'll see what develops for 9-26. I, I got a feeling there's going to be a stipulation somewhere in there. Uh, I, don't know. I will say, <laughs> I, I think every match that we do has the stipulation of go go win the night. Yep. Go be the match that, that everyone remembers and talks about the moment they get back into the car on the way home. Right. Well, I mean, there's a lot on the line for Atlanta Black because if she doesn't win this match, I think she's grounded until prom, oh, I think. Two that's, weeks. I, that's what I heard. <laughs> that's yeah, I, I think Dad's taking away her tarot cards. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is the, uh, it's like, I don't want to build it up too high in my head, but I don't know if two, two gimmicks, two outlandish gimmicks have ever like fit together like a jigsaw puzzle where it just feel it's, it's literally, and Elena Black is just as a, per, as an actual person is just, is young as well. And, and like, so it is like it, the, the angsty teen versus her father who has been like, hounding on her to just like stay in and then elena black has been like sneaking out of the window at night and going to parties and going to say you doing death matches yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> coming back and dan the dad is just like why is your your arm all cut up like it all culminate uh, culminates in the ring on 9 12 and you guys are some some creative mofos for putting that one together so i just want to commend you because it, it just feels like it fits so well. Thank you. You know, we, we 
go back and forth with dozens of drafts of what the show could look like based on who we've got, et cetera. And just as much as we want the rascal style match, or as Eric mentioned, the Lawler match with guys kicking the snot out of each other. We also want those character matches where you, you said it perfectly, right? That these two characters fit perfectly together. And for us, that's what it is. It's not booking two big names and hoping it works. We're looking for the fit. Is this the right match? Are they the right match for each other? And I think it's going to be great. I, I think the dynamic will be awesome. Yeah. And then Tessa returns, uh, probably a night one main event, maybe as a prediction, Tessa returns to defend her, the women's warrior women's championship, right? It's been a little bit for her, correct? Uh, it has been a bit, yes. Mm -hmm. and, and today, uh, so we, we've been very coy with this, but today the dam kind of broke on the news of that. We've only put out the silhouette and we've only teased right. her. And I actually was just texting back and forth with the champ herself a few minutes ago before we got on. Um, but this, this will be the epic main event that the entire Warrior Wrestling Women's Division has been building to for two years. Tessa Blanchard semi-main evented the first Warrior Wrestling show and with a victory over Santana Garrett. Kylie Ray was supposed to debut at Warrior 2, but she was hurt. She debuted at Warrior 3. And since then, Tessa has won the title, excelled to the biggest heights in the business, and Kylie has been winning and winning and winning and chasing. And, and here we have the two of them, for the first time in a Warrior ring, clashing for the title. And I, I'm just excited as a fan, as a promoter, booker, but also as a, I would say, friend to both of these wonderful individuals uh, they're incredible and they deserve it will be the main event. I'll tell you right now, it is the main event of the show and they deserve that platform. And I know that they are going to absolutely crush it. I, I see my biggest thing with that match is like, I'm, I'm glad it's the main event because by the time they get in the ring, my job's basically done for the night. And if I lose my voice chanting uh, old, old champ, new champ at myself, I'm okay with that because then I have a week before the next show to get my voice back because like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't even pick a side here. Like, <laughs> I don't even know which one I want to win more. Who you got? Yeah. You don't know who you got. I don't know if this was the, the um, kind of inspiration, but especially the pink one, I just keep seeing fight club, like the, the fight club yes. script and the colors yeah. and the, you know, and there's, kind of like that subtle just like fight club look to it with the soap and everything that's one of the reasons why i loved it from the beginning it's it's really cool and like and scrolling down to uh nine nineteen, which is night two and and you can you can just kind of see like the grit and the shine on people's faces which is just like a really cool effect like effect on the poster um night two let me read them off really quick on 919 is brian pillman it looks like versus the winner of Warhorse uh, or Joey Janela from night one. Uh, you have Luchasaurus and Tay Conti versus Chris Bay and Ray Lynn. You have Jonathan Gresham versus Alex Shelley. Ace Austin and Madman Fulton versus Violence is Forever, which is Ku and Dominic Greeny. Sam Adonis versus Jake Something. Trey Lamar versus Lee Moriarty. I don't know mm -hmm. if I said that right. Jordan Grace versus Kimberly, and it looks like the Rascals would be in action. Did I get that correct? Am I missing anything for night two? Uh, there will be some sort of scramble that's still being finalized featuring Dan the Dad returning once again, uh, Facade and Danny Moe, the Neon Blondes, as well as 
the most anticipated return in warrior wrestling history beast man is back yeah. oh <laughs> uh, that's great um cool uh chris a uh, night two has anything stick out to you as something that you would want to see 110 percent gresham versus alex shelley okay and why I just think these two are just, I mean, it, it, Alex Shelley. And so Gresham to me, uh, was he in Warrior 7? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like wow. that's where I, I saw him live for the first time. Like just, I mean, gear alone and entrance mask alone, like, man, it's impressive. Like it looks awesome. Uh, but just in ring and just versus Alex Shelley. They're, they're, I think, I mean, this is one that I would say they're out there to steal a show just like everyone else, but this one is the one that I'm looking forward to the most. I am so shocked at your memory, Chris. Uh, you got that right, and I'm proud of you. Um, so throw it to Eric. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> That's a compliment, I promise. Um, <laughs> throw it to Eric and Steve. Uh, any, uh, as Conrad would say, chat me up. Dump your thoughts here on... <laughs> on on the booking strategy or just or just like the the chemistry you saw between some of these wrestlers some of these matchups well i'll just jump on what chris was saying uh gresham and shelly the booking is very easy you listen to the wrestlers gresham wanted shelly shelly wanted gresham we weren't able to do it at warrior eight for a variety of reasons and when this the stadium series came together we went to each of them individually and each of them said they wanted each other they had one short match on Ring of Honor TV the day after final battle last year. And these are probably the two best technical wrestlers in the world, maybe with Zack Sabre Jr. up there tied with, uh, to make it a trio. And they wanted a match to let their hair down, so to speak, no limits, no parameters, and go nuts and show the world what they can do. And we just said, all right, book it. So that's the booking genius behind that match. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it doesn't have to be harder than that. Eric, what do you think? Yeah, uh, this is one that um, we've been looking forward to for um, for a long time. Like Steve said, we we talked about it um, with previous Warrior shows, um, and and it just timing wasn't right. And so the moment we realized that this was even a possibility, we got giddy. These little schoolgirls got excited, um, giggled a little bit, and then booked it immediately. Um, it's it, this is this is going to be one of those that like you literally can't blink or you're going to miss something. And so I hope you are, are ready for that and, you know, take a, a shot of espresso or something right beforehand so that you can keep your eyes peeled for the entire match. Because I, I don't, like, I, I don't, I don't think there's a second of this match that you can let your guard down. Right. Um, because everything is going to be incredible. Everything is going to be awesome. It's going to be fast. It's going to be crisp. It's going to, you, you, they're going to, they're going to be doing things that you didn't know the human body could do to each other. It's going to be insane. Yeah. And Tay Conti, she's recently re, uh, coming from NXT, right? Or am I, or am I mistaking yep. her with someone else? NXT to AEW. She just competed okay. in their women's tag tournament. And uh, honestly, so pulling back the curtain fully, Luchasaurus is very high on her. Um, he, he thinks she is the future. And when we talked to Luchasaurus about coming in, he, he requested, I want to do a mixed tag team match with Tay Conti. And we said, great. And we looked for who does Luchasaurus mesh really well with? Who would Tay's style mesh really well with? And we think she and Ray Lynn is going to be an awesome combo. And Luchasaurus and Chris Bay is going to be nuts. 
that match is going to be really, really cool. And Luchasaurus has not been hotter than he is right now. He's still in the show on the last two or three AEW nights he's been on, whether All Out or Dynamite. And I, I think he is going to be the hit of night two for most of our fans. Yeah. No, it's so cool. I mean, I, I think with bringing in new, all these new people, you then expand your reach, right? Because people who, like, you're having on more AEW talent. All the people who like AEW who like Luchasaurus are now exposing themselves to Warrior Wrestling. All the people who followed Tay Conti and NXT are now exposing themselves to Warrior Wrestling. So it's smart in that sense, besides them being good, good, good wrestlers and good humans. It's cool that you're, you're just kind of expanding your roster and expanding your reach and getting more people to see the show and support the school. Um, yeah, that is pretty and nuts. The masks, the masks are slowly making a, their way back to Warrior Wrestling, little by little. Uh, before we move on to the next show, uh, I just realized, would this, would nine uh, twelve be the first show that we won't have Sam Adonis in? It will be. And that was oh, wow. a discussion that we had, actually. Eric alluded to this earlier. Doing three shows allowed us to spread our main stars out and bring more new people in. So you'll notice mm. 919 is the first show ever without Brian Cage. 912 is the first show ever without Frank the Clown or Sam Adonis. So they're, they're the three guys with streaks, and those streaks will end unless you consider the Stadium Series one event, in which case – Cage, Adonis, and Frank all retain their streaks. But as Eric and I talked about, we love to build these relationships with great people. But if you just book the same people every show, there isn't room for new people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I, I like that. I like the fact that, you know, you now have three nights to work with and spreading the talent makes sense. Uh, but yeah, it was like, I mean, Simon Adonis has been one that we, you know, we've talked about in several episodes um, and he's going against Jake something here, which I think is going to be a great match. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to point that out because I did notice the absence of Sam Adonis in that first night. Yeah, we, um, <laughs> you know, there, there was actually a time when we were planning this when Steve and I realized that if we do this series, we are going to kill those streaks of of Frank, of Sam, of Cage. And we we're like, is this something we're willing to do? You know, that, that's where, like, the, the fan in us comes in, and we're like, oh, I don't want to do this, but, but the show is going to be so good. And, and uh, you know, at the end, it's, it's just kind of the fanboy inside of us that doesn't want, you know, a, a meaningless, at the end of the day, meaningless streak to end. Because these guys are, are still all co-chairmans of the Mr. Warrior Wrestling title. Maybe one day we'll do a triple threat match, and they can actually – fight it out for who is Mr. Warrior Wrestling. Um, but, you know, it's it's so exciting to bring in so much new talent um, that we just, we couldn't couldn't pass it up. Yeah. No, I hear sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jake, something will probably have a really easy night against Sam and, uh, you know, <laughs> just probably not even break a sweat. So it's good for him. Uh, Woo! Don't tell Sam that. <laughs> <laughs> we t- we t- I uh, I think we like we try to tag Sam in our all our stuff. He probably doesn't listen, but um, <laughs> we try. Um, Nine twenty six. The lineup thus far. So still more to be announced for this one. Correct. Correct. There's a few things coming. Cool. So I noticed that uh, you you had to spread out. Although I think he's showing up as Ethan Page. You spread out Tom Lawler and the Karate Man because that probably. <laughs> 
that would probably be too much blood sport for that type of audience, right? We wouldn't want like people actually dying for, for sport. It was a fan safety decision. Okay, yeah, exactly. Um, at the end of the day, there wasn't enough room to, to socially distance and let those two go at it. No, I, I understand. I understand. Um, yeah, when I saw those clips online of the Karate Man, I uh, immediately texted my friend and said, hey, we haven't watched Bloodsport in a while. Can we, like, meet up to watch that? So I think Jean-Claude Van Damme owes Ethan Page a little bit. Uh mm-hmm of a, re- a reigniting potentially um but night three on uh, nine tw- september 26 you have thus far brian cage versus benjamin carter so that is like rock versus ragdoll um lance archer <laughs> lance archer versus rhino yes rhino uh, the yes it's who you think um moose versus suicide yes isaiah velasquez versus blake christian versus travis titan and a triple threat and then the North, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander versus um, Top Flight, Airwolf, and Angel Dorado. So once again, big beefy boys that one of them knows karate and then um, high flying action. So Chris, anything stick out to you for night three? What's announced thus far? Um, it was definitely interesting seeing Lance Archer versus Rhino. I'll say that. Like, I mean, Lance Archer is a, is a fan favorite with the Warrior crowd for sure. Uh, seeing him going against, uh, you know, Rhino, uh, ECW legend Rhino. I think that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, seeing Suicide versus Moose. Like, I, I don't know if there's a current Suicide on Impact, or is this just like a comeback for one night? Well, Suicide was around in spring, early summer on Impact. And okay. I think there might be another resurgence of Suicide in the future. So... Uh, it's really to play into that idea of the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. The ultimate TNA character, the TNA mm-hmm. original suicide, is, is getting a shot at that title with the man who's proclaimed himself TNA champion in Moose. And uh, well, actually, Shortly after uh, Moose proclaimed himself TNA champion, he, if I remember correctly, on Impact did have a match against Suicide. Suicide mm-hmm. came to that belt as soon as it re, uh, reappeared on the scene. And... Um, uh, you know, when when we were in talks about this this third show and we we're thinking about uh, bringing in Moose and, and, and you know, who's the, the best best match for Moose, Suicide reached out to me personally and said, Eric, I want my belt back. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, well, you're going to have to pry it from Moose's cold dead hand, so good luck. And, uh, and he said, yeah, that's what I want. So we... We said again, easy booking. Okay, sir, let's uh, let's do it. Yeah, and so Steve, that suicide costume fits you, right? Yeah, fits you pretty well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I had to bulk up a little bit, but I'll be ready okay. by the twenty sixth. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Um, yeah, this is. Don't sleep when I say it's Velasquez, Blake Christian, and Travis Titan. I'm saying. I will never. No, I will never sleep on Isaiah. Um, he's just kind of been this this piece almost and it's cool like he's been unlocked for a while but it's almost like it's almost like he's have you ever played mortal Kombat? and you know you start at the bottom of like the the tower and you raise them up to the next you know when you beat someone in mortal Kombat and you get you go to the next level and then there's another Mm -hmm. person's face there like that's i feel like isaiah is is getting all this new 
not, it, I want to say it's a new attention, but it's just attention outside of freelance is, is what is more accurate. But it's just like all these different people you didn't think you'd see him pair with, but he's pairing with them. And he's just kind of like meeting every challenge. And it's kind of cool. I mean, this is another one. Uh, just using him as like, it's just like, it's just uh, like all these people are just like, who is, like all these people outside of Chicago are like, who is this guy? I'm like, dude, we, we knew about this guy. We tried to tell you and you weren't listening, but here he is. Kind of yeah, thing. everybody else. We should have listened. <laughs> <laughs> I love, so that match in particular, um, in other warrior shows, in other promotion shows, Isaiah's and Blake are two guys specifically who um, always end up the topic of conversation at the end of the show. Like, dude, oh, remember this match? Oh, this guy, this, this Isaiah's guy was insane. Oh, Blake, the guy flies through the air. You know, and to, to take those two guys who have – uh, regularly been the the talk of the show afterwards and pair them with someone that uh, we think in Travis Titan is going to be joining that conversation uh, by the end of that match where these are guys who, you know, in, in this larger, incredible card, you find yourself walking back to the car going, dude, you remember that, remember that spot with Isaiah's or, oh man. Let that, the drones fly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that match um, is, is, is going to catch some people off guard if they're if they're unaware of these guys and um is going to be something that people talk about for a long time yeah no i agree and it's cool to see rhino's retirement match it'll be really cool to see that i mean he's a legend <laughs> um so lance i just i mean he might get buried right there on on the turf and under the turf well i am not going to tell him that you said that because he is as thick as a Volkswagen and could probably pick up a Volkswagen. I spent a half an hour, 35, 40 minutes on the phone with Rhino about a week ago, who in the spare time, you know, drags boats out of Lake Erie at a marina for fun. Cause that's what he does. Literally. I'm not making that up uh, with, with a rope tugging boats because the guy is the strongest human being I've ever seen in my entire life. And, and that's interesting. You know, you, you said a minute ago, Chris, that this was an interesting matchup. And for us, you know, for Eric and I, it's kind of hard, and this is a good problem to have, to find guys to go against Lance Archer. Because yeah. Lance Archer is just a freight train barreling through everyone and everything. And so uh, smaller, agile guys like Alex Zane or Brian Pillman, he throws around like they're ragdolls. You put him in the war of attrition, he murders everyone. Sam Adonis, he ran over and flattened so much so that Sam had to hit him below the legs and run away. And so it's, it's kind of hard to figure out who could possibly give this man a challenge. And we honestly, Eric and I went through a list of every powerful, intimidating wrestler in the world. And then it just kind of floated out of guys that we've talked to in the past. It floated up Rhino. Literally, it will take a rhinoceros to threaten Lance Archer. <laughs> And Lance uses a version of a spear pounce type move in his matches. Well, let's yeah. see if Lance can withstand the actual gore from Rhino. So honestly, when these two freight trains collide, that might be the end of life as we know it. That might be the nuclear holocaust right there. Is that going to be the new uh, gender reveal? When these two collide yes. and there's an explosion? <clears throat> on... Forest fires everywhere. <laughs> Sorry, that's an ins it's a very insensitive joke, but blame the internet. Uh, for making memes out of everything that, that happened with that. Um, but yeah, these, that, these guys, that matchup, you talked about the whole who you got being kind of engaging online. Um, 
that one that's been one of the ones with the most response i think from the fans of people picking literally i mean both sides people are archer's great but nothing can stop rhino and people are like have you seen lance archer because he's gonna stop rhino and like they're going back and forth almost getting personal about it i mean there there are going to be feelings hurt during this match and uh i can't wait yeah no, I think Chris and I owe like a, a full once maybe once the full card is announced, hopefully before uh, or just maybe we'll do like the first night. I think we owe like a, a two who's in a face who you got. So I think we need to put in our picks, um, Chris, and uh, and I think we we owe that to to these gentlemen for for uh, and our fans just for putting together such a card of head scratchers where you don't you can't really predict what's going to happen. There's just so much. Too much good stuff going on. A buffet, if you will. Three-night buffet? <laughs> yeah, three-night buffet. It's like one of those lock-ins, you know, in the bowling alley where – I don't know what I was going with that. Have you guys ever do those? <laughs> Never mind. All right, that was a terrible analogy, no. but it's a buffet line, and <laughs> and we're going uh, – you know, you can get – Wait, some- wait, wait. When you think of buffets, <laughs> your mind immediately goes to lock-ins at the know. bowling alley? I don't know. Just let's just cut that part. I, I, I don't know with that analogy, but um, I was trying to think of like some kind of long extended. I don't know. I don't know what a three day buffet is. Maybe like a a carnival that's in town for like three weeks. Maybe. No? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that. that's what we were going for. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's uh. It's late. And I still got more stuff to do after this. But um, Chris, any, anything, I mean, I'm kind of all tapped out, as you can see by my mental brain farts. <laughs> uh, but anything else that, that you wanted to touch on uh, before these, we thought these gentlemen, you know, give their, their, yeah. their final farewells before they hit three nights of madness and, pre- and more preparation and craziness? That, that was just my question. How are you guys going to handle it? You guys said, I mean, always have everything and check your checklists are done i'm sure you're breathing easy at this point no i'm sure you're not um no, you know we've never done them so usually a warrior show ends and then we have three months till the next show day uh-huh now we're about to go show week week and so i i think you know if you guys pick up the pieces of eric and i in early october we can tell you how it all went um <laughs> i mean it's going to be pretty crazy but it's also going to be exciting you know, because the reality is we love to do this. And you know what? I would rather be exhausted in early October than bored and sad because we weren't making wrestling. That's yeah, that's a great way to put it. Now, I know for the first the first go around of Friday Night Light, Friday Night Lights doing this outside, we talked about weather. And uh, now that there's three shows so close together, mm. is, 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 that, is that the... Best case scenario, just crossing our fingers and hoping that it goes well. If there's a rain out, I mean, I'm not trying to put the bad juju out of there, please, but I know this upcoming Saturday is not looking so good. Well, right now, I think it was a potential of 20% rain. It was supposed to be between 65 and 75. Um, okay. So, so right now, I think we're good. Um, we've got a couple of options, and, and we can do a rain day the day after for some of them, depending on the travel schedules of some of the guys. We're also able to potentially do, um, you know, push a show back. So, God forbid, you know, the 19th gets rained out. Maybe all of a sudden it happens on the 26th, and the 26th happens on October 3, or maybe the 19th happens on, on October. So, 
Um, right now, we're, we're hoping for good weather. The reality is that uh, we could even survive light rain. Um, we can't survive lightning, obviously. So that's, that's right. the um, and we are tempting fate three times, but you know what? We're risky and, and there's, there's no other way to do it than to do it this way. And so, you know, people will watch high school football or college football, or especially the NFL football in a light rain. They'll mm -hmm. watch Brian Cage throw Ben Carter to the moon in a light rain. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys definitely have a style, you two, from what we've heard and from what we've seen. Uh, if, if anything, you're consistent, you're consistently mad or crazy or, or intelligently insane. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this, I wouldn't expect anything less. I chuckled at first and then it all made sense when you guys announced it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, it, uh, Eric, any, any, any last words from you or anything that, that, uh, how is your, like your mind leading up to it? Are you nervous? Are you more excited or what's going on? Um, I'm probably less nervous than I was for Friday night lights. Um, okay. I think uh, having the experience under our belt, um, as Steve mentioned earlier, we, we surveyed the crowd who was there. Um, we asked them, you know, what, what worked, what didn't. So we've actually even uh, made some, some extra changes. We've actually increased some of the um, safety and security protocols that we have in place for these, uh, these shows um, to make something that went well go even better this time around. Um, so I'm not really worried about that. I, I think these shows are going to be bittersweet for me um, because, you know, before the pandemic, it was always, it was never goodbye. It was just until next time, right. you know, and, and these three shows are kind of a, a goodbye until the spring, maybe when, yeah. maybe when the weather breaks again, who knows when that's going to happen, you know? Um, and so for me, I'm really just looking forward to soaking it all in all three weeks. Give me all that you got. I'll sleep in October. Um, and, and, you know, the rest of the winter when there's nothing to do, I would, I would much rather have an incredibly busy September filled with fun, friends, um, happiness, incredible wrestling, great camaraderie. I will take that three weeks in September over, uh, anything that you could have offered me. So the yeah. rest of, you know, the rest of the winter, I'm going to be holding on to these memories and, and for, you know, for, for dear life and enjoying them. So it's going to be bittersweet um, because when it's over, it is over for a period of time. It's not like, you know, we run a show in September and then we turn around and start planning the show in December. Then we run a show in December and we turn around and start planning the show in February or March. You know, uh, right. this show will end in the end of September. And after the third show is over, it's it's there's nothing left to plan, you know. Um, and that is something that uh, creatively Steve and I have not experienced uh with warriors since, since it started, there's always been another show. There's always been the next show, um, mm -hmm. to start brainstorming for. So, um, I'm just looking forward to it being in the moment, soaking it all in, you know, yucking it up with the fans, with the crowd, with the letting my inner mark out, uh, yeah. and, and really, really enjoying it. Cause I know that it's, it's, um, unfortunately it's finite. Yeah. Damn. You just brought it down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I think we're going to enjoy it while it lasts. And I, I love your guys' attitude. I think if you're going to do something, you guys have said this before, if you're going to do something, you're going to do it full out, balls to the wall and live life to the fullest. I think you guys exemplify that and really every, any, anything and everything you do. I think Chris and I feel that in your shows. Um, so yeah, I think um, we're looking forward to just watching the madness unfold and then having 
three great shows to watch in October, November, December, you know, while we, while the, we hibernate for the winter. So, um, cool. Chris, anything else or should we let? Um, yeah, I was just going to say, make sure you get your tickets while wrestling.net. Steve, I'll let you plug away, but just making sure that bell time is at seven doors open at six 30. But if you have a VIP uh, fan fest pass, that'll be from five o'clock to six 30. Correct. That's all correct. And the one thing we're doing new for the stadium series is we're selling what we're calling the stadium series pass. So if you are somebody you're like, you know what? I think I might come to all three stadium series pass is $300, which sounds insane. Oh my God, 300 bucks. But it is three shows of field seat tickets, which is about a you know, $125 value there. It is three shows of VIP fan fest, which is a $225 value there. It is four 11 by 17 posters, one for each show and a special one. It is the custom warrior wrestling mask with the warrior logo. It's free parking and it's two more free kids you can bring with you. So if you're a dad, if you're an uncle, if you're the coach, you know, and you want to bring a couple of kids, this is a great investment in the month of September. And as much as you, you might think, oh my gosh, it's so expensive. Again, we're not running a show with fans until May again. And, and, and I don't want us to get lulled into this false sense of the pandemic was on and we were all locked up. Now life is semi-normal. Life is going to be locked up again come October once the winter hits in Chicago. Right. So if you're out there and you're thinking, do I, don't I, honestly, get the stadium series pass, come join us for all three. You know, I always think to myself, whenever an opportunity is there, am I going to regret doing it or not doing it? If you're a wrestling fan, you're going to regret it if you don't come to all three of the stadium series. If you do come, you will absolutely not regret the matches you're going to see, the people you're going to be around, the fun that you're going to have. So that's the one new wrinkle, the stadium series pass. We highly encourage people to do that. It saves you 120 bucks if you buy that all together. So cool. uh, consider coming to all three. And if you can't do that, come out to one of them. But regardless, do not miss uh, these shows because it's really our chance to celebrate with you guys the fact that we get to do wrestling again for a little while more during this crazy pandemic. Yeah. Wrestling is here. It's now for three nights and it's being done safely, which I think this is the most important part. Anything else that you guys want to plug? Social media handle, Steve, uh, Eric yep. from Warrior. Yeah, Eric from Warrior Twitter to, to get the, the most inside scoop from the uh, talent relations guru and, and uh, number one liaison in the business. Um, the, the Warrior account is at Warrior Wrestling, no vowels in wrestling, W-R-S-T-L-N-G. That's the same on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook page to like and follow as well. All the info is up at warriorwrestling.net. Um, check this out. We're thrilled to see everybody that's going to join us for the stadium series. All right. Uh, as far as two heels and a face goes, uh, you can follow us on social media as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram under two heels and a face. That's number two heels and a face. You can visit our website, two heels and a face.com. You can rate, subscribe and do all those podcast things over at where Charlie iTunes, uh, Spotify, <laughs> Stitcher radio. I almost combined two names in my head. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher radio, Google play, soundcloud uh yeah mostly it hopefully maybe youtube if i can ever upload videos uh daily motion if i can ever upload videos <laughs> that's the new thing it's big gonna be bigger than tiktok one day and uh yeah that's about it all right well thank you guys and thank we'll you see guys. you on the 12th 19th and 26th of september always great to talk to you guys we'll see you soon thanks a lot guys <laughs>